0: Welcome to the Calling All Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Cirillo, with over 20 years' experience in the wedding industry, from an owner of a wedding event rental company to a DJ and to a wedding videographer.
1: And I'm your host, DJ Michael Joy. I have, check this out, 30 years of being a DJ. Trust me, there's nothing I haven't seen or heard at a wedding.
0: All right, guys, well, welcome back into the Calling All Brides Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Cirillo, with our other host, DJ Michael. All right, well, Michael... Uh, the ceremony's over. The reception's over. The honeymoon's over. bank account's drained. Yeah.
1: What else? What's next? Divorce? I hope not. No, of course not. But this show is about after the big day. Now what? And you know, I am. You know, I'm not going to tell my age. I'm a little older. And this this topic of conversation comes up a lot. About we just don't seem to have the same etiquette and politeness that we used to have in the old days, right? So. You know, whether your parents didn't teach you, you didn't learn, whatever, we're going to kind of tell you what to expect now after the big day to express your appreciation to all those that took part in making this a big day for you.
0: That's right. You make a good point. You know, I mean, we we just... We tend to forget, you know, uh, you know, everything's done, right? You know, the, the, the day went by. Now it's probably weeks, months went by. And, uh, you know, all we kind of have left are the pictures and the videos and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, we, we forget sometimes to reflect back and thank people, you know, for...
1: It took a village yeah. to pull this thing off, no doubt. I mean, even the a small church wedding in the country somewhere at Aunt Mary's house, it took a village to pull this thing off. It
0: sure did, you know, and so it's time to, you know, reflect on, on the big day and to thank all those that, you know, put all this extra work and time and everything they could to make your big day the special day that you wanted. So the first thing on our list of what to do after you've gotten married and, and, and everything's back to normal, right, is to send thank you notes, you know, expressing your gratitude for their attendance for their gift. You know, so it's not only just, you know, the vendors, you know, cause it would be appreciated to, to receive a thank you, um, note, uh, in the mail, you know, to all your vendors who, um, uh, helped put together your big day, but also all those in, te- in attendance, you know, Hey, thanks for coming out. You know, we, we talked on another podcast on how many hours your guests soak into your wedding day, you know, from getting ready to attending to all that kind of good stuff. Um, you know, so, just thanking them for your, their attendance and, and coming to be a part of your special day. Um, man, that, that goes a long way. And then, of course, their gift. You know, guys, we, we I see it all the time. We, we forget to thank people. You know, whether it's a birthday or something like that and somebody gives you a gift, you know. Um, You know, on your big day, they've spent money and and gave you a gift, you know, thank them for that gift, you know, and and be personalized with it, you know, not just, hey, thanks for the gift. Hey, thanks for that, you know, knife set that you gave me or that, you know, whatever, you know, it is that they, they got you, but, you know, make it personalized, you know. I mean, when's the last time you got a handwritten thank you note? You can you even
1: think about the last time you got a handwritten thank you note? It's it's far and few between. I mean, I, you know, as a vendor, I mean, it happens
0: occasionally Every, for us.
1: We we get little cards and use it as a tip in there, which is nice. But I know in my real job, I, I sell, I'm a salesperson. And when someone buys from me, if it's a, you know, a decent purchase, um, I send them a handwritten thank you card. And I get... Thank yous for sending a a thank you card (laughs) because they don't expect to get something in the mail that's handwritten. I went on Amazon, bought a box of cards for like twenty bucks. That's right. Goes a long way. Politeness and gratitude goes a long way.
0: It sure does. So definitely, number one, thank you thank you notes. All right, number two. Now this one, um, you know, I I think it it obviously makes perfect sense, but we kind of get lost in the shuffle again. I think as time goes by, and that's changing legal documents. And you know, of course, we're not just talking about you know the simple stuff. We're thinking about you know, passports, um, driver's license, social security cards, all these kind of things. You know, you've got this awesome new name, right? Um, but all these things got to get changed because it could really cause you problems. If um, if your passport doesn't match what your driver's license is and you go to TSA, uh, you might not be going on a that honeymoon. Right. You know, you might not be going uh, on that, that beautiful trip overseas. So, very important that you get these things changed um and do it in you know a, uh, a a timely manner uh there are some things that do have time frames uh to get uh it's just like you know if you if you move to a new place right new state or something like that they give you you know like 30 days or something to change your you know your uh license plate your driver's license all that kind of stuff so make sure you're doing that um with your legal documents so you don't run into uh any problems yeah and i think next along uh, that line we're a financial review
1: you know i think there's two big reasons people get divorced cheating and finances probably the number one thing couples argue about is our finances oh, so definitely if you haven't had this conversation before getting married you need to review your finances you know create a married budget uh consider merging your bank accounts and or set up a joint account you got to know what's coming in and what's going out. You know, whenever you have surprises and secrets, you don't want to start your relationship with. Oh, by the way, I owe the IRS fifty thousand dollars. I never told you this. That is stressful for a new marriage. You know, when, when most couples get married, Joe, they probably just graduated college. They got they got student debt. They've probably gone out and bought a home. Now they got home debt. And now they've had a wedding. They got wedding debt. A lot of couples are half a million dollars in debt right after they say I do. This is scary. So if you've let something like this sneak up and you haven't been Honest or
0: truthful, it could cause a real problem in your marriage. Yeah, definitely. You, you really should, you know, talk about honestly. We're talking about, you know, what to do after. But finances is really something that needs to be, you know, uh, that conversation needs to be held before the marriage. It really does. Um, you know, credit card debt. I you mean, know, because guys, when they, when when you come together and you're, you're married you know you're going to be getting a car together you're going to be getting a house together you know so a mortgage all that kind of stuff so your credit score your you know your significant other's credit score now plays a factor together you know because you may have had perfect credit but you know your 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 partner doesn't you know and now that's going to affect you know that so definitely have that conversation review your finances you know um create a budget like michael said and uh you know do these things so that way the financial aspect of it does not ruin your relationship doesn't get stressful and uh you know you can contend are we not mom. marriage
1: counselors now
0: I-, I feel like we are gee
1: i feel like I just, somebody owes me money for a session <laughs> i may still be married if i had that conversation what do you think i don't, I, I don't know i don't think so <laughs> all right let's go to number four Let's talk about reflecting and relaxing. I think this is critical. You have just been through the most emotional, stressful thing you're probably ever going to do, you know? And I think you got to take time. Say you didn't take a honeymoon, or say you took a honeymoon. It was, well, today we're going hiking, then we're going kayaking. Stop planning stuff. Take some time and go get a massage. Just relax. Go away for the weekend. Have a mini moon where you just go to the mountains for the weekend or the beach for the weekend. Nothing fancy, no fancy dinners. Go get you a cabin with no Wi-Fi somewhere. Just go relax and take time to come together as a couple. That's right. And, and it's also important to, you know, to take some time for yourself. For yourself. That's a good point. I mean, uh, I like to say marriage is a marathon, not a sprint. You know, you, you're going to be in the same for your life, we hope. So you, you need your time and you need together time. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's really important.
0: Oh, I know for myself. Like, hey, we go on a, on a family vacation. And we've been together all weekend. Like when we get back, I'm like, all right, cool. I need a little, like a couple you need to hours, go, go chill. Miles, right? Yeah, I need something
1: to just kind of clear my head. <laughs> it's just of, normal, you, you know? know. You uh, you can't you can have too much of a good thing.
0: You need some time just for yourself too. That's right. That's right. Exactly. All right, number five. I like this one. This one's kind of dear to my heart. Here, uh, sending photos, sharing wedding pictures and videos with friends and family, especially those who could not attend. You know. You had this awesome photographer, awesome videographer, if you chose to go that route, and uh, you've got all these great memories, and uh, it's so fun just to share those. You know, uh, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast before on how quickly the wedding day goes, and that you just don't see everything that occurs, and you have the photos, and then you have the video to relive those, and you know, it's it's there's going to be so many you know funny expressions and things going on. You know, share those with your family, share them with your friends. Um, you know, let them relive in, in this joyous occasion that, that you invited them to. Um, you know, I think what do, what do you think, Michael? I think for the ones who couldn't come, it's a nice touch where they can see what they missed.
1: Some people just can't make the trip, whether it be a financial thing because they got a fly or whatever. And I think you know, people like to see themselves, so just because they were at the wedding doesn't mean they don't want to see the pictures of how good they looked or how stupid they looked or whatever it was. People like looking at themselves too, so.
0: I think it's a nice touch to put together like a little album and send it out to your guest. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, and one thing I see all the time now, and it, it's so cool to me, um, you know, being a videographer myself, um, every anniversary, um, I see my, you know, I, I usually end up being friends with my couples on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So I usually know when it's their anniversary because, you know, they'll, they'll post a picture or something about anniversary. And of course, I'm commenting, happy anniversary. But the coolest thing for me, Michael, is that. Um, the way I send my videos, I send them through Vimeo, and I can see when they're opened. And you know, I just get a little, a little message saying, "Hey, this video has been opened." And the coolest thing to me is it never fails. Every one of my couples on their anniversary, I get that little ding that says, "Hey, so and so opened up their wedding video." Oh wow! On their <sighs> anniversary. On their anniversary. That's and it's cool. so cool because I know that they're reliving that special day, and they can do that for the rest of their lives. I never thought about that. That's really cool. So it's really cool. All right, let's move on to number six. Um, now, this one, uh, you know, I think we can uh, a couple a couple different aspects of this is uh, you know a, a way to give back to your vendors is to write a review. You know, so if you're happy with their service, you know, write a review. You can do that on you know Google. You can do it on the Knot, the Wedding Wire, all those kind of things. You can do it on social media, all that kind of good stuff. It goes a long way, you know, because people do re- read reviews. But I do want a preference. If you had a problem with your vendor, you know, something didn't go right, whatever the case is, before you go blast them on Google, before you go blast them on social media, take the time to send the vendor, you know, either an email, give them a call, and just say, hey, look, I had an issue, you know, and give them the opportunity to resolve that issue before you just go bash them on social media or on the internet. That's critical
1: because. As much good as a good review does, a bad review can do a lot of damage. And sometimes there's, well, you know, there's two sides of every story.
0: You know? there's really, three sides. There's Michael. three
1: sides. What's that? The right, wrong. The, it's your version, uh-huh. my version, and the truth. The truth. Yeah, I mean, the DJ didn't play my song. Well, maybe you emailed it to him the night before, and he didn't check his email because he told you, you know, there's a lot of things. Um, maybe so, you weren't there, like maybe you were in another room or something and you didn't, you didn't hear, it. hear it. I've had that happen. He didn't play the song. Well, you know, you were outside all night. So not just from the DJ perspective, you know, if the food was bad or whatever, give them a chance to explain what happened and do something to make it, make you happy before you blast them on social media.
0: That's right. It's no different than like, if, if you go out to dinner, right? And you ask for your steak medium and your steak comes back, me, uh, comes back well, right? Yeah. Um, what do you do? You usually, Hey, you know, Mr. Mrs. Waiter, you know, or waitress. Hey, my, my, um, steak wasn't cooked to the way I asked it. You know, can you, can I send it back, you know, Mm -hmm. or something like that? Or can I speak to the manager, you know, things like that, you know, so you're giving them an opportunity to fix it. You know, I, I get it. Sometimes it might be after the fact and they can't fix it. But you know, here's the thing at the end of the day, right? If something didn't go right and the vendor can use this as a training Um, you know, aspect with their staff, uh, you know, so it doesn't happen again in the future, you know, give them that opportunity. You know, there are so many things that that go on, you know, just give that vendor the the benefit of the doubt, you know, let them try to, you know, rectify the situation before you just go blast them. I wholeheartedly agree. Yep. All right, guys. Well, let's move on to number seven. So this one, uh, this one kind of goes a little bit back to what we were talking about uh, before. And I, I think we might be counselors again here, but, you know, plan your future. Yeah, we talked about the financial part, but it's also the spiritual part,
1: the relationship part about what are your goals? I mean, are you guys on the same page as far as where you want to be 10, 20 years from now? You know, Have you, have you had a discussion? Yes, we want children. Yes, we want to buy a house. Yes, we want a vacation house. I think now that you're married, if you haven't had these conversations, you need to have these conversations to see if your futures are,
0: are on the same path. That's right. And if they're not, you need to get aligned because, yeah. you know, you, you signed... That that on the dotted line uh, of your marriage license that this is forever, you know. And of course, things happen, and it's not always forever. But you know, you want to do everything that you can to make sure that it does last. Someone a who's divorced,
1: it costs a lot more to say I don't than I do.
0: <laughs> Let
1: that one sink in for a second. Right, right. Just, you know, and you. I mean, look, most couples, you, you, this is your soulmate. You've been together for a while. But there are people who meet and three months later get married. Oh my god, it's so romantic. Oh my god, that's great. But you better make sure that
0: you're. You're on the same wavelength. That's right, exactly. Like you said, I mean, marriage it's hard. It is. You, it's the thing about marriage. And, and, you know, it's like great.
1: I'm gonna It's fantastic. And it's wonderful. I'm not. It's just hard. It, it's like a job. It's like children. It takes work. And if you work it, you'll have the best. You'll have your soulmate. It'll be the best thing you've ever done. I enjoyed being married. I really did. You know. And there's some things that happen that you, you know the marriage ends. But we're just trying to give you guys some ideas. To, to as two guys who have been married or are married. Pitfalls. Things to look for. So you don't have to go down these roads that we. Some of us went
0: down. Yep. I mean, luckily for me, I mean, I'm still married. um, You know, to my beautiful wife. um, You know, and it's it's a give and take. I think that's that's the way I look at it. Is you have to give and take. You know, there's some things that it's just not worth arguing about. It's not worth let it go. You know, just you know, is it going to matter in five years about what you watched on TV tonight? You know, no. Okay, watch the Lifetime movie. She didn't,
1: she didn't do what I asked her. You know, I asked her to to go uh, pick up my pants at the cleaners. And I was busy. She forgot. It's okay. Yep. You got another pair of pants. Exactly. Right. And <laughs> I, I watch these couples. You know, and, and we'll get off on tangent. But as someone who is single, and I, and I go out sometime and sit at a bar and have dinner, it's sad to see couples that sit right across the table and they're not speaking. I can't imagine. They sit there and eat their food because they're just not aligned. They have. They don't talk. They don't. You got to communicate. And I think. Probably of all things we talked about, uh, planning the future, communication is probably the most critical thing you can do. Definitely. Definitely.
0: All right. Let's move on to number eight, legal matters. Um, You know, so this one is, uh, we're talking about like wills and other legal documents. And and that's a good point, you know, because I mean, goodness gracious, I, I, you know, when you lose a loved one, um, not, you know, just the stress alone from losing the loved one is enormous. But then when you're going to have to deal with the legal aspect of it and, the, you know, the, the property and all that kind of stuff. So if, if things aren't done in the right names and wills and all that kind of stuff, if it goes to probate court, all these kind of things. And just drags on and can just be, you know, just it's miserable. So it's something that you definitely want to take care This is one of. that
1: we all avoid. It's not fun. Talk about death and wills. But, I mean, I'm telling Judge just said, you need to have it done so when that at that moment, God forbid, happens, you're not dealing with this on top of that.
0: That's right. You know, and, and I don't want to sound morbid here, but you know, there is one thing in life, unfortunately, that every single one of us—Michael, myself, every single person listening on this podcast—we're all promised one thing in this world, and unfortunately, it is death. And and taxes. And taxes. That's right. <laughs> but uh, you know, you you know, one thing. It's going to happen. We talked about you know planning for your future. You know, one thing you probably didn't think about is you need to talk with your significant other about. What kind of, you know, what do they want that to look like when they pass? You know, do they want to be cremated? Do they want to have, you know,
1: uh, big
0: topic here? Yeah.
1: Big topic. Do they want a party? they want it located? they want to be cremated? they want a casket? I know these are the horrible things to talk about, but next to a wedding, a funeral can be really expensive. Yep. You know, they, they will try to sell you everything they think you want. So make sure you have a, you, you kind of have an idea of what your, what your person wants.
0: Yep. All right, enough of the morbid, yeah, yeah, uh, sad that, talk. All right, we're gonna finish this. We're gonna finish <laughs> this one out with with <laughs> with a with a good one here. You know, we we were talking about thank yous before, and you know, just make sure that you thank the wedding party. You know, we talked about vendors, we talked about people who attended and gave you gifts and all that stuff. But how about the wedding party? You know, because they are really they were there to support you. I mean, they were helping with, you know, talking you off the ledge that day. I mean, oh my
1: god, you mean. Toast, I hear, and the maid of honor was with the bride. Usually, in college, they usually align in college or high school, and like you just said, how many moments they were there for each other? The boyfriends that came in with the the mother's death, you know, the silly things they did, and how about that maid of honor or best man that flies over seven states to get to you? That's expensive. It's you know, costs money to do this. Oh yeah. So. And I know you're going to give them a little keychain or whatever you're going to do for them. But just give them a big hug because so I really appreciate you being here. You know, I think a really nice touch on this is at your wedding. And this is, I know this is after the big day, but at the wedding, take that moment at the cake. when you, The cake's being cut and there's some speeches being done. Grab the microphone and think. Everyone there for being part of your big day. I think to hear it coming out of your mouth in front of everyone, it's just a nice show of gratitude. I really
0: do. Make a good point, Michael. And I know we're talking about after the fact, but this is one that I, I do want to, you know, just mention that I saw, you know, at a wedding, and, and I think it's just fantastic way to say thank you to all your guests. Is after the ceremony was over, um, you know, they walked down the aisle, they got married, they stopped at the end of the of the aisle, uh, also, you know, all the way down at the end of the aisle, and as the officiant um, released everybody, and they were, you know, all the people are walking out. They stood there and they, you know, hugged, really? shook hands, spoke to every single guest. Yeah. So that way, you know, because unfortunately, sometimes, you know, people need to leave, right? You know, they may at work, they have something they can't stay for the reception, whatever. And so maybe you didn't notice because you were so in the moment of your ceremony, you didn't notice that they were there. But after the ceremony, before, you know, everybody, you know, Need, may Need to leave, or you know, things come up, kids crying, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, wow, what a simple way to that's take nice. a few minutes just to say thank you to every single wow. person. That, that's a great point. I've never seen that. That's a great point. Yeah,
1: it was great. And I and I, I was started and recommended that. It's really nice.
0: And I actually got that on video, and I put a lot of that in wow. the video, and it was just so cool because. It was you know the smiles on the bridegroom's face, you know of, of all their guests. It was it was cool.
1: I've had the pastor during the ceremony say, "Now turn and look at the, your audience. All these people here because they care about you." I thought that was nice because the last thing you want to do is look through your wedding. album and gonna go. when Uncle Tommy was there. <laughs> I mean, that's the last thing, right? Because you're right. You get caught up in the moment, and you know your adrenaline's kicking in, and you're getting overtired, and you're stimulated, and then you know the alcohol kicks in, and it becomes a blur. So I think that's a great point you just said.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we hope that uh, you know now that you've uh, had some time to reflect after your big day. You know that you do some of these things on this list that we just talked about here. You know your your post wedding period. You know definitely can be a time of adjustment. You know so like we talked about. You know it's just important to you know communicate openly and uh, you know really enjoy the beginning of your married life. So make sure that you uh, continue to uh, tune into the Calling All Brides podcast. Check us out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on iHeart. Uh, you can email us at callingallbridespodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com if you have a show idea. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. A uh, lot of ways to interact with us. Uh, and tell your friends.
1: Share the, share the love. Share the message. Uh, tell people that you know they're getting married or, or even you know, family friends uh, to, to come check
0: us out. Exactly, guys. All right. Well, take care and we'll see you again soon. Next time, guys. Great episodes coming up and we've got a whole lot more. So make sure you stay tuned to the Calling All Brides podcast.